Hi, this is Pastor Karin Victor. I'm the pastor of Christ Embassy Cape Town, and this is our podcast. I pray this message blesses you and your family and encourages you in your journey with God. Enjoy it. I love you. It's so nice to be here again talking to you. And today I have a message from the Holy Spirit just for you. Do you know that God needs your permission to intervene or interfere in your life? Did you know that? Um, Matthew 18 verse 18 says the following. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Did you hear that? Whatever you bind on earth or disallow on earth is disallowed in heaven. Whatever you allow on earth is allowed in heaven, not the other way around. Most people would say whatever is settled in heaven is settled on earth. But that's not what the scripture says. Look at the Living Bible version. And I tell you this, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever you free on earth will be freed in heaven. The Message Bible says, Take this most seriously. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven. A no on earth is a no in heaven. What you say to one another is eternal. I mean this. The Bible tells us that our heavenly father knows what we need even before we ask him. So why should we pray? Why should we converse with God? Let's just first check my statement. Does God know what you need before you say it? Look at Matthew 6, verse 7 to 8 in the AMPC. And when you pray, do not heap up phrases, multiply words, repeating the same ones over and over as the Gentiles do, for they think they will be heard for their much speaking. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Hallelujah. Isn't that cool? Papa, God knows what you need before you ask him. So why pray? That's my question. Because God needs your permission to intervene. God needs your permission to get involved in your life. Because number one, the Holy Spirit's a gentleman. He's not just going to push his way into your life. Number two, God gave you all authority. Yeah, because you function with the authority of Jesus. It's like having a house that you are renting from someone. If your landlord walks into your home in the middle of the night, Without knocking, you're going to say, what are you doing here? Even though he owns the home, he's got no right to just come in by himself. It's the same thing, exactly the same principle. So look at Matthew 6, verse 7 and 8 in the Message Bible. The world is full of so-called prayer warriors who are prayer ignorant. They're full of formulas and programs and advice, peddling techniques for getting what you want from God. Don't fall for that nonsense. This is your father you are dealing with, and he knows better than you what you need. Hallelujah. So the Bible says don't get involved in formulas and techniques to get things from God. Because prayer is, number one, not the way to get things from God. God is not an ATM that you punch some buttons and out comes some cash, punch some other buttons and out comes some answers. No, we are in a relationship with a living God who is a person. Jesus is a person. The Holy Spirit is a person. You were created in the image and likeness of God. How do you feel when people try and use you? So why would you use God? Now look at Matthew 6, verse 7 and 8 in the NLT. 
when you pray. Don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Have you heard someone say, God, help me, God, help me, God, help me. Or do it, Lord, do it, Lord, do it, Lord. Like a mad person as though God's deaf. God's not deaf. Look at what the Bible says. Don't be like them, for your father knows exactly what you need, even before you ask him. The Passion Translation says, when you pray, there is no need to repeat empty phrases, praying like those who don't know God, for they expect God to hear them because of their many words. So, why do we pray? Because God has given us freedom. Man is a free moral agent. Man has the right on earth. We have the legal rights. So God will never enforce his will, his purpose or his choice on you. You know, even with salvation, it's actually mind-boggling when you think about it. Jesus died for the whole world. He paid for every man, every woman, every child. Jesus died for a Jew, a Greek, a Hindu, a Buddhist, an atheist, an agnostic, a new ager, an old ager, whoever you want to be, whatever you choose, Jesus died for you. Yet God doesn't force you to accept that salvation. Even though he knows the terrible consequences of not accepting it, he has allowed you freedom of choice. Even though he knows the terrible suffering Jesus went through to pay in order for you to have life, he doesn't force life down your throat because you are a free moral agent. God never forces anyone not with salvation, not with health, not with prosperity, not with the Holy Spirit, not with anything. The devil, devil is the one who forces. The devil is the one who puts pressure on people. The devil is the one who plays a guilt trip on people. God never does that. Hallelujah. So you have to be in a dialogue with God. You have to commune with him by sharing with him, talking with him, even telling him your desires, even though he knows them already. He knows your heart. He knows what you're thinking. But by communing with him, by sharing with him, by being in fellowship, in real relationship with him, that is how you give him permission to actually accomplish those things in your life. God needs you to cooperate with him, to bring his will and good pleasure to pass in your life. The principle from the word of God is that two cannot walk together unless they agree. And you'll find that in Amos 3 verse 3. The Amplified says, do two walk together except they make an appointment and have agreed? The Message Bible says, do two people walk hand in hand if they aren't going to the same place? And the New Living Translation says, can two people walk together without agreeing on direction? That's very powerful. So how do you agree with God? You agree with God by saying the same thing God says concerning him and concerning you in your prayer. You agree with God by making confessions of his word. You agree with God by saying what his word says about you, about God, about your finances, about your health, about your future, about your family, about your destiny. Hallelujah. You agree with the wicked lying devil when you speak about your lack, when you speak about your sicknesses, diseases and infirmities and own them. Like your diabetes and your headache and your heartache. You agree with the lying devil when you do that. When you speak lack, fear, sickness, 
inability and failure. You are agreeing with Satan and disagreeing with God. When you talk about your lack of ideas, your lack of resources, your lack of ability, you are agreeing with Satan. And that is a lie from the pit of hell. You have Christ in you. Christ is so resourceful. Christ is so creative. Christ is excellent and he is in you. That makes you excellent. You have an excellent mind. You have an excellent spirit. You are resourceful. You are creative. You are full of energy. You are full of life. You are full of wisdom. You are full of the word. You are full of the spirit. You are full of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You are full of health and joy. You are full of peace and prosperity. You bring forth prosperity at every level. You bring forth health at every level. Hallelujah. Let your language be word standard and not world standard. Did you hear me? Let your language be word standard, not world standard. Speak in harmony with the word. Agree with God concerning your life. To walk with God requires that you agree with God. So you have to understand the power of your words. Even today in Rhapsody, Pastor spoke about your confessions and the power, how you write on your tables of your heart with your tongue. Do you see that Rhapsody message? Now, concerning that writing with your tongue, there's some tips, um, tips I want to give you. Number one, speak with conviction, volume, feeling and enthusiasm. Saying, I'm more than a conqueror will help you nothing. Whispering it under your breath until Jesus comes will not help you. You sit up straight, you say, I am more than a conqueror. I'm a victor in Christ Jesus. I'm a success. Not, I think I'm a success. Lord Jesus, make me a success. No, it will not help you. You sit up, you speak up. You add your emotion, your volume, your strength to that conviction. Hallelujah. Words speaking weekly will produce minimal results. If you want to walk with God, agree with God. Speak in line, in consent, in agreement with God. Say what God says about you. I'd like you to say this confession with me. Are you ready? We're going to agree with God. You're going to walk with God into your future right now. Say, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. I'm a partaker of his divine nature. I'm an associate of the God kind. That's who I am. Jesus and I are one. As he is, so am I in this world. I am productive. I am fertile. My way is the way of righteousness. My way is the way of victory and success. I declare that I'm going from glory to glory. When men are cast down, I say there's lifting up for me. All things are working together for my good. The government of this nation, the people of this nation, they are working for my good. Where I go, favor follows me. I have favor. I have the advantage. The lines have fallen unto me in pleasant places. I have a goodly heritage. I am bold. I am courageous. I am strong. I'm not afraid. I'm not dismayed. I am more than a conqueror. I am born of God. I've overcome the world and its systems. The world and its systems are under my authority in the name of Jesus. I declare that any money that comes to me 
has value in my hands. It'll do more for me, more than all the things I desire to do. Increase is mine. Progress is mine. I am strong. I'm healthy every day. I am full of strength. The health of God is in my body. There's no room for sickness. There's no room for infirmity. There's no room for disease in my body. I know who I am. My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. The spirit of life is at work in my members. The word of God is in my mouth. And as I speak words, I take dominion over circumstances and situations. I have received the gift of righteousness and I reign in life by Jesus. Hallelujah. This is the way you align with God. You sign up with God. You walk with God. How? This is the way you get the word to come pass, to pass in your life. If there are things you want changed in your life tonight, if there are things you want aligned in your life tonight, then pray. Bring them before the Lord and pray. Until you do, nothing will change. Because remember what we said in the beginning, God will not intervene unless you give him permission. Through your communication, your union, your fellowship with him, you give him that permission. Don't talk about your marriage to others. Talk to God about your marriage. Don't complain about your finances. Talk to God about your finances. Say what God says about your prosperity, about your health, about your children, about your future, and bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I love you so much, and I'm so grateful that we could spend this time together tonight just talking about the Word of God and God's mind, God's perspective on your life. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow morning. It's Sunday, and we're going to have a beautiful service at 9.30. It'll be an hour of power with the Word of God. Thank you for joining us, and a special thank you to those that have been partnering with us in the work that we do. If you'd like to give now, please go to cect.co.za forward slash give. If you enjoyed this message, subscribe and share it with someone else. I'll see you next time. I love you. God bless you.